when a person thinks the word redlining, they might think of some obscure policies that happened in the 20th century, but the truth is that redlining still happens to many people even today. And today I will be sharing with you an interview with Eric Patterson on his story of redlining. So I'm going to be sharing my interview I had with Eric Patterson, introducing his quotes with just his name. So what exactly is your redlining story from your point of view? Explain it the way you see it, Eric. Because we live in a very rural area on a dirt road with a large number of Amish neighbors, our telephone and internet service provider has never bothered to invest in any kind of high-speed internet for our neighborhood. All we have is internet through our telephone lines, which is so horribly slow that it impacts everything we try to do online. Other state governments, such as Montana, long ago mandated and even funded programs to ensure high-speed internet access for all the rural residents of the state, primarily with the goal of ensuring that children in rural areas have easy access to online educational content such as streaming services, video conferencing, etc. Ohio has never made this a priority and has thus left rural residents like ourselves at the mercy of the corporate service providers. We love our Amish neighbors, but because they don't use this technology at all, there is a little hope that the telecom industry will want to deliver high-speed internet to areas such as ours out of the goodness of their hearts. How does this make you personally feel? Eric, it makes me feel disadvantaged and ignored, with absolutely nothing that I can do about it. We have to ration what bandwidth we have for whoever is doing the most important thing in that moment, and have had to invest in alternative ways to access the internet such as cellular hotspots and satellite, which are expensive and still don't deliver, deliver the level of connectivity as ground-based high-speed internet. What cost does it have on you? Time, money, etc. We have to pay for multiple extended data plans for everyone's cell phones to ensure that everyone can connect their computer via a hotspot no matter what. And we have had to invest in satellite internet to try to ensure sufficient day-long coverage for our at-home business activities. Do you think it's fair? Do you think it's justified that you're being denied this service? Eric, I don't. It causes tension and arguments when our family members are just trying to get basic, basic things done and are interrupting each other's connections. Things that I think many people now take for granted, Hulu, Netflix, Amazon Prime Video, we've never even seen those things. With the profit margins that the telecom companies have, they ought to be required by state and local governments to extend some decent level of the high-speed internet into those rural areas. What are some complications you experience due to the denial of good internet? Eric, see the question above. The costs imposed on us are, be are above and beyond our control. There is nobody advocating for this issue in Ohio, despite there being some substantial pockets of rural residents. Have you ever tried to push to get rid of this redlining? Eric, no. I feel that there are just so few of us in this situation, that we are such a minority compared to urban centers like Cleveland, Columbus, and Cincinnati, that we wouldn't be taken seriously by either corporate providers or the politicians. Why do you think that you're being denied this service? Simple, because it isn't profitable for the internet service providers, and because nobody is, maintain, is mandating that they provide better service to this underserved population. What are some things you have done to get around this problem? Eric, 
we have to pay for workarounds that still don't provide any type of quality solution. If you had to try to explain to others who don't understand the position you are in, what would you tell them? Eric, imagine the things that you do online every day. Work, education, communication, entertainment. Now imagine all those things happening at a fraction of the speed that you're used to, with constant interruptions in service and lost connections. The things that you take for granted are beyond our reach. Do you ever think that your area will experience any internet upgrades? Eric, not without state government intervention and a mandate. No, I don't. Some people might take a good internet connection for granted, while others are being redlined and denied this service with nothing to do about it. Even examples such as this shows that redlining is still very prevalent in today's society.